Good day, everyone. I'm Vince Hawkins. And I'm Bill Molden. And this is the Vince and Bill Podcast. And today we have special guests as we have the Gateway's own, not ready for primetime players, Jeff, Ronnie, Kendall, and McKenzie. Yes. And if you could only see, they're all so young and so beautiful. But uh, thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, we had a little fun at service today. We, of course, we're going through the few joining us with our theme this year is good news. We're going through the book of Acts and uh, Bill and I had some ideas along the way. I think this this was Bill's brainchild here to actually it's Jeff's brainchild. This was Jeff uh, Jeff's brainchild, actually. So actually, I think that's appropriate place to start. Jeff, why don't you tell us how you came up with this idea? Uh, I mean, you, first off, you guys are a little too kind. This was, I guess, this was like a passing idea. And you guys kind of like ran with it. But I don't know, as Bill was talking about news and like doing, treating like the gospel as like a news broadcast. Every sermon that he was preaching, he was treating like he was being a newscaster. And I just thought about like after the 3000, it seemed like a sporting event. So I was thinking about a post-game press conference type deal. <laughs> so I mentioned mentioned it as staff and you guys kind of ran with it. So <laughs> yeah, and bro, you were extra hyped today. You know, uh I, I think when uh you know it's funny uh in the pre the pre-worship banter, which how cool is it that our church just doesn't have fellowship? It is full on banter yeah. happening. Uh, it, and it seems like we're becoming way, we're becoming family more every week, you know? Uh, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, uh, we're going to have to, we're going to have to edit and, uh, and kind of filter out some of the fellowship that's going on there. But it was funny because the, the pre-worship fellowship was saying how subdued Jeff was. And I was like, oh, you, you guys are going to see another side of Jeff today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, it is true. And by the way, if you've not listened to the sermon yet or watched it on YouTube, this is one you may not want to just listen to. You may want to go to YouTube and watch it because what we did is we pre-recorded a video. We, 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 we have some costumes and they're amazing, amazing costumes kind of in the back there. We pulled those out and we went into first century garb and we even had a rabbi is. <laughs> a rabbi there with a mask on. It was pretty incredible. If you get a chance to go out to the Gateway City uh, YouTube channel, you can watch this service. I think you'll find it very entertaining. Anyway, these guys dressed in garb, all four of them came up, and it was post-3000 getting baptized, and they all were just sort of sharing what it was like to be there. <laughs> there were some really great scenes, and so... Um, one of the phenomenal things is that Kendall was kind of standing there, sitting there, and uh, his part was quite interesting. Kendall, you want to share a little bit about your your uh, your take as one of the three thousand that was either baptized or baptized? I'm not really sure, but yeah, I think uh, so. We, I think we were trying to be, you know, some of the the one twenty, the disciples who were there who watched Peter preach, and and you know, everyone was super hyped, but. Uh, I was kind of the one that was still kind of shocked and a little bit on. So I uh, sat silent for most of the, the video, just shocked at what was going on. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it's hard to keep your eyes open that long. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think 
and just yeah trying to add another level because I, I think probably when we were you know when they were there a lot of people were probably super excited and freaking out but probably other people were just you know in awe you know and quiet and and uh so yeah Kendall's got his wife, Mackenzie, here with us. Mackenzie, what do you think something like this, what do you think it could potentially do for a congregation? What kind of impact could this, something like this, uh, a skit in the middle of a sermon, particularly on Zoom, but a skit of this nature, what kind of impact do you think it can have on our our congregation? Or anybody that's viewing? Yeah. um, Yeah, I mean, probably anyone who's viewing, maybe someone who's never, or they see the Bible as very like, oh, this is a boring story and nothing really happens. That when you bring it to life, you're like, oh, huh, this, you start like, some people really connect when you can put it live. You're like, oh, wow, they're humans too. They would have been, you know, you know, like Kendall's character, just kind of like, in shock or, you know, Oh, there's women too. Like they would have been talking and kind of feeding off of each other. Like women do like they're human too. Women, everyone is still the same. It's a different time and culture. So I think that can help. And, you know, someone who's, you know, just a church member or even just someone seeing it for the first time, they can go, wow, this is real. Like real people heard this (laughs) and real people Mm -hmm. responded um, and real things happened. Um, cause it's easy to look at the Bible and just think it's just a story someone wrote down and nothing really happened, but that's mm-hmm. not true. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so good. And, you know, of course, uh, Kendall and McKenzie, you guys have worked with campus ministries for a long time, Jeff, Ronnie, you guys work with campus and now with teens. Um, you know, and, and of course, you know, we set this up to kind of be, uh, kind of a spoof, a lot of humor, uh, you know, love the the basketball shorts with the Nike shoes at the end of the of the end of the skit. Uh, love the moment where you know Ronnie kind of jumps up and uh, you know kind of confronts the you know the the Pharisee. Love that Kendall got up and left at the wrong time, and we brought it back. Uh, you know, just so many great moments. What's the benefit of of using humor, using skits like this, uh, especially to a, to the up and coming generation, the campus, the teens? What what value uh, do you see in that? And Ronnie, we'll we'll put this question to you since you haven't had a chance to share yet. Yeah. Um, well, I I think particularly something like this, while we haven't been able to meet in person for some time and we've been on Zoom, I feel like kind of what Mackenzie was saying, like this just helps things come to life a little bit. Um, And uh, even on the teen group chat, while this was going on a little bit, like people were going back and forth kind of, uh, to me, I was like, okay, people are a little more engaged than maybe just looking at someone on Zoom. Um, So I, I think that was like, good for for them to see a little bit of a humorous take on what was going on and for um for them to be able to connect to like man these are real people like this was really happening this happened to real people um so so yeah so i think it's a little more engaging when you can make it entertaining um and yeah just more engaging i think yeah Oh, Vince, I was going to ask you a question. You know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we, I think we as ministers, as preachers, uh, 
you know, we kind of look at entertainment as with kind of a little bit of skepticism. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and of course, you know, we, we took this idea, uh, you and I both just started giggling as we started thinking about a post game interview, uh, as Jeff brought that up, what do you, what do you think, uh, you know, now that we kind of did it, what do you think some of the, the benefits and maybe some of the dangers of using this as a teaching tool, uh, in future sermons? Well, as you know, um, I, you know, the idea sounded great to me. I was really excited about it, but then I started getting cold feet. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be, this is probably a little too goofy. And, you know, that's just kind of how I felt. And so, uh, but uh, Bill's like, oh, it'll be great. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah I'm all about the goofy. Exactly. I am all about it. Exactly, yeah. And so, you know, if, if if Bill takes you snipe hunting, don't go with him. Don't go with him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but um, anyway, I, I think, you know, I think, it. yes, you're right. It is a little risky, uh, you know, for sure, because you don't want to, you know, in other words, having Kathy in the role of a rabbi, our intent was not to offend any orthodox right. who does not believe that women should be rabbis. That was not the point of that at all. We were just kind of getting people in characters and things like that. And so but it was funny because Kathy's hat on her mask. She said, I follow all the rules. I wear my mask everywhere, which I think is so resonates with everyone in the room, you know, there. So it's very cool. So yeah, it's, it. you know, whenever you're trying to be humorous, you always run the potential of being offensive. It's the bottom line. And uh, that was not our intent, not our goal, but, uh, but to be funny. And, but I will say this because we're a family, you know, and I, I think everyone in the group gives the benefit of the doubt uh, to us. They, they maybe, know our hearts. Uh, if you're just kind of catching this on YouTube, as if not that it's going to make its world, r- way around the world, but someone who doesn't know us watches that, you know what I mean? They may be offended and think we're making fun. So that's the risk of something like this. We just live in a time when people weaponize <laughs> things that they see on YouTube or, you know, social media. And so that's the risk. But Look, we had fun. It was a great time. You guys did a phenomenal job. Uh, I think overall, I, I looked at the, I was watching the gallery view. We we're on Zoom. Everyone's smiling and laughing and giggling because they're watching their kids and their family members putting on a little bit of a skit. And that's really what it was. And I tell you, no matter what you thought about the skit, after it was over, it got real <laughs> because Bill got into sort of who we are and what we teach. And so, Bill, I'm going to throw the question back to you. Uh, how did you feel kind of, uh, you know, ha- handling a topic that obviously we as older ministers are very comfortable with? And so I'm going to throw that to you. How did you feel handling that topic today? But even I wanted to ask our panel here a little bit, I guess our guests, I want to ask them what they thought as being younger people hearing that very direct and candid message as well. Bill? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, obviously we're, we're in a time when we we're very comfortable with things being cloudy. And the thing that scripture does is that it always tends to penetrate uh, the cloudiness that we, we put up around us. Because if it's cloudy, we can make allowances. You know, we do this with our sinful nature. Uh, we start to bargain with what certain words mean and what their definitions really are. Uh, we start to bargain with our morality. 
But I also think we do the same thing. And it's very human to do that with our doctrine. You know, and again, I think it's because we've inherited as a culture a, you know, uh, a, a movement that was kind of reactionary to a very cheap grace uh, a time in American history. Uh, you know, there was, uh, you know, the, our first principles, which really sought to clarify what it really meant. It, it, it took for granted that everyone knew that the Bible was good. It took for granted that everyone knew that Jesus was real. It took for granted that everyone had probably had a religious experience and just taught a kind of a straight and narrow, draw a line in the sand. Uh, you know, this is what it means kind of thing. And, and then as, as the decades have rolled by and that certainty about the Bible being the word of God, yep. the, 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 the accuracy of Jesus being questioned, yep. uh, a society that has rightly so grown critical of the hyper hypocrisy that the media has shown in Christianity, you know, it's kind of murked things up. People aren't as sold out that the Bible is a, is a legitimate source of authority of truth. Very true. Um, and, and so, and so we have that plane in the background, but then we also have kind of this, this thing that as that's happened, we've, we've become a little bit more uncertain, you know, like, do we still believe someone needs to repent and be baptized? Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's funny because. And, I, is, I that, I, and is that too stringent or old? Yeah. Stringent? Is that too narrow? Right. Exactly. Um, and I think the, the, the great comfort we have is that we don't have to be unloving and just believing what the Bible simply says. Right. You know, we, we just need to know what it says and then treat it like news. Here, here's what it says. What does it mean? What shall we do? It's still news. You know, the answer to the most basic question that when I'm confronted with the reality of Christ, when I'm confronted with what he's done for me and my, my, how my sin has contributed to the whole sin problem that he solved, what should I do? The answer is always the same. Repent and be baptized. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think today the goal was just to remind the church that this is a very simple, straightforward answer to a very simple, straightforward question. Yeah. And we can, we can treat it as such. I'm curious, uh, either of you guys can take this. Uh, you know, you guys are uh, a little younger uh, than, uh, than Bill. Uh, just a little. Just Bill. a little. I'm young myself, but uh, Bill is ancient. But I just look old. <laughs> but you guys are a little younger than us. How does, this, how does this message you think hit your generation? Or maybe how it, you think it might hit that? You you know those that you are kind of responsible for that you are used to ministering to. How does that how does that strike? How do you think it would strike? Yeah. Um. Well, one I think it can be encouraging for different people who have you know struggled to try to explain this that may believe this or may have come to a conviction of this, but you know don't really know how to bring it to you know other people in our generation, you know, meeting people on campus, there's a lot of different schools of thought about how you become saved, about when you become saved, about what believing is, about what baptism is, when it should happen. And, you know, a lot of times in Bible studies and just in conversation, that can be the real topic of contention when you're talking to somebody else who is, you know, grown up religious. And so I think that 
a message like this that, you know, really just hits at the heart of what the scriptures are saying is something that this really causes you to wrestle. You know, it either is something that's really encouraging because it's like, man, like this, this, uh, these mental gymnastics that I've been trying to do to try to be able to explain this have become so clear, or it's like, man, now I have to really come to grips with does what I believe match up with what the scriptures are saying with the heart of the scriptures saying. So I think it's all around is good because I mean, if we don't wrestle with our doctrine or we don't wrestle with what we believe and like really be able to have a, a firm grip on that, then, you know, we kind of can get swayed. So it just really invites invites some good wrestling is what I would say. I was going to say, I think first, Bill, thanks so much for doing it. I think it was an, it was an excellent lesson. It was simple. I think as even Jeff was talking about, it was, it was so simple because the scriptures are simple. And, uh, but I think uh, the first thing I thought is, you know, I've been a Christian now for 18 years, 17 years. And uh, I think this is the third or fourth time I've, I've heard in non-campus time someone's preached about this, this scripture. And uh, I think it's, you know, when we talk to, uh, you know, I think it'd be, it can be easy to be fearful to talk about this in a, in a large group. And uh, I, I thought it was great. I think, man, there's so much power in the simplicity of scripture. And I think the most people I talk to, you know, my age, my peers, those younger than me think the Bible is very confusing and convoluted in, in every area, uh, especially in salvation. And I think being able to show, you know, the Bible actually is really simple. And uh, if you, if you read it, you'll understand it. And uh, I think it was, it was great. It was, um, it was very well done. I think it's powerful. Um, I think when, when people hear the scriptures explained simply and realize that they can understand it simply that I think it's moving. And uh, I'm sure that that's, uh, I know that's the way I feel. That's the way I felt. I was like, well, I just love the simplicity of the way you shared. And it was moving from my heart. And uh, I, I think that's the way that, you know, the younger generation is going to feel, I'm sure that's the way the older generation will feel as well. So. Yeah, I just, I, I really appreciated the simplicity as well. I think um, we're living in a time where the younger generations, our generation, um, like we want to believe, oh, everything is relative or there, there is no real truth. It's like based on, um, how you feel and that whole, even um, that phrase of like, live your truth, like whatever is your truth is what, what you should live and do what, you know, makes you feel good. And I just appreciated the call back to scripture and to the simplicity of everything is not relative. Like there is truth and it's in the Bible and it doesn't have to be so confusing and something that like internally has this big conflict. Like there, there is truth. And I feel like it was, simply laid out today in a way that um, was powerful. So I appreciated that in a time where everything, um, a lot of what I hear is like, uh, but this is how I feel, or this is, you know, there is no real truth. It just kind of goes by whatever, um, whatever you feel like is best for you. Amen. Well, that was Ronnie Singh you heard from before Kendall Albert first was Jeff. And then we're going to 
pass it over to Mackenzie. Anything you want to share? Mackenzie's holding her little newborn here, so you may hear some. Yeah, it, it it's a shame our listeners uh, can't see the cuteness that is happening in the Albert screen. It is almost painful. The kids are so cute. Yeah. Um, when I was thinking, you know, uh, when Bill was preaching and just, you know, very direct and very simple with the message, um, I think it's so good. I mean, even, you know, during the sermon, someone asked, what if I've been baptized before? And, um, I think what we're going to find out is when we are direct and simple, you're going to find the people who are really seeking, um, you know, and people who are like, oh, you know, want to be confrontational right off the bat, they're probably not really, you know, they're just wanting to start a a fight or maybe just pick at it. Um, But I think just like Jesus, he's like, I want to find people who are really seeking. I think even the scripture bill you um, talked about with Zacchaeus, you know, they're like, oh, why are you going to go be with Jesus or him? I mean, uh, with Zacchaeus, he's the sinner or whatnot. And I just think like, Zacchaeus is like, I'll do whatever I need to do. I can't believe I'm like this. Like, I think Jesus is going to water down to make other people feel better or, okay, let me say it this way. So they'll respond better, you know? So I don't know. I, you're going to wound up getting a lot of great questions from people and people really wanting to know the truth. Maybe it starts off a little tough because people, you know, just like myself, I've had to wrestle and figure out things. Uh, but so I think I, I appreciate the direct and because I think it can help really find out who's really seeking God and want to know the answers. Amen. Sounds Amen. Good. Sounds good. Bill, that was some good stuff today. Except yeah, it was. Yeah, we are. By the way, if you guys are scoring at home, we are slowly gaining on Miss Juanita as the number one podcast in Woodson Terrace. And so, you know, watch it back, Miss Juanita. Juanita, garage sale contesta, we're coming for you. We're coming for you. Coming for you. That's right. Well, hey everyone, uh, I'm Vince, and I'm Bill, and uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we look forward to uh, you joining us next week. All right, bye bye, everyone. Good day. We'll see you then.